0: This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com.
1: I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll Bangarang on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza You're listening to Pop Punkin' Pizza on Bangarang Radio
0: Alright, alright, we're back at it It is Tuesday, August 28th It is Jacques L'Amour, your host Thank you so much The year is 2018, by the way if you even happen to be listening to this on the the day it's released. I don't know why, I feel like lately I should be giving the date of the show, just in case the person is listening and they don't happen to look at the date on their phone. But anyway, I hope the world's been treating you well. Before we get down and dirty on today's podcast, I do want to give you a heads up, and maybe you read this on our social media pages if you follow us at all. But if you haven't, I want to let you know that We're no longer going to be doing episodes daily, Monday through Friday, five days a week. I announced that about a month ago that I was going to be doing that. And I did that for four weeks, and it just didn't quite work out the way that I wanted it to. And then I ended up not being able to accomplish that goal, actually, and do five episodes a week. Some weeks ended up being three. Some ended up being four. I think some, maybe one week ended up being two, and maybe was, one was one, but I think I was a little over-ambitious when I announced that news, and I, I, maybe I didn't think it all the way through, or maybe I just found out that, hey, my life is a little crazier than I thought. But either way, I wanted to give you a heads up on it. So from now on, we're going back to doing podcasts weekly. Episode, a new episode, a new episode, at least one new episode each week. Sometimes there might be more than that. You never know, but at least one new episode a week here of Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. As Scott Klomfenstein reminded me on the show a couple of weeks ago when he was on, he said something along the lines, and this is not exactly what he said, but this is, I'm paraphrasing him. He said that. If I'm not trying to do something different and out of the ordinary, then I'm not learning anything new. And he's saying, then what's the point? So that's kind of how I view this whole schedule thing. I tried something that was completely out of the ordinary for me and thought, you know what? I'm going to give this a try because it may work out. It may not, but at least I learned something new and I tried it. And I did. I did learn from it. And I honestly liked doing the show daily, but with my crazy life schedule, it just was not going to work out. I didn't want to keep promising something that I couldn't deliver to you because to me that is very unprofessional. So I can at least do one episode a week for you. Alright, now that we got that out of the way, that uh, three-minute spiel there, wanted to give you a heads up about one of our sponsors here that I haven't talked about in a while, but I want to do so for just a moment, and that's Blueberry, or Blueberry. I'm not sure how they pronounce it, but, which I should, because it's the company that I use for the podcast hosting here at Bangerang Radio. So, if... You do a podcast, or you're, if you're thinking about doing, starting up a podcast, I would highly suggest using Blueberry. It's a B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. And if you're going to start up services with them as far as hosting and statistics and distribution, you when you go to blueberry.com which is once again b l u b r r y and when you check out you use the you find the hosting package that works for you once you do that and you're going to check out write or type in the promo code bangerang radio because if you do that you're going to get 1 month free of hosting you can't beat it bangerang radio is the promo code for podcast hosting for blue blueberry or blueberry uh b l u b r r y.com I highly suggest checking them out it's what I use here for banger ring radio and I love it and also t-shirts pop punk and pizza t-shirts we still have a couple left on our web store if you want to go to bangerringradio.com there's medium there's a extra large and then I believe there's still two um, double XLs. So I do ship anywhere. So if you're in Israel, I'm sending it to you. If you're in Alaska, it's getting to you, man. If you're in California, it's going to get there. If you're in Chicago, it's going to get there even sooner because I'm not far from Chicago. So, um, so yeah, Bangorangradio.com to find those T-shirts. And we will be uh, getting some new ones done at some point here in the future, I'm hoping. So, just to give you a heads up on that, in case you wanted to get one before we got the new ones. And now that we got all that out of the way, we can finally get to today's show! Yay! As I'm always saying. I don't know why. That's what I do at work. That's what I do with friends. I just go, yay! All the time. And I probably annoy the shit out of people when I do that. But anyway, so today's show, we have some music from a band out of Chicago before we get... To our special guest Chuck Staten of a band called Senior Discount, who is signed on to Paper and Plastic Records. He also has a podcast called the Chuck and Brad Podcast, and he does a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, it's really. Great uh, chat and, and uh, interview I had with him last week. So before we get to Chuck, we are going to hear from Eddie and the Arsons. Their Wall to Text EP came out, I believe it was earlier this year or last year. If you like what you hear, you can go to visit Eddie And Eddie, by the way, I know there's a lot of different ways to spell Eddie. It's E-D-D-Y. That's how they spell it. But this is the song called When the Past Comes Back. It's their single.
1: I wanted to rob the White North, our rooms and flights were paid, but I couldn't get into the country, cause I got a felony, and if I tried to go, I would get stopped by the Border Patrol.
0: comes back by a band called Eddie and the Arsons out of Chicago from their Wall of Text EP. They do if you are in the Chicagoland area and you're listening to this before this Friday, um, August 31st, they are playing at Subterranean that night, this Friday night the 31st. It's a 17 plus show. Uh, eight dollar tickets in advance, or it's 10 bucks at the door. You can get links to tickets, music, upcoming, more upcoming shows, all that fun stuff at eddieandthearsons.com. Uh, Eddie, thanks for sending that in, man, and yeah, we'll definitely have you on, uh, as a special guest for an interview some, sometime later down the line. But yeah, show those guys some love. All right, let's get to our special guest. We can officially start. All right, we're starting. Cool, we're good, I'm recording. Awesome. (laughs) All right, so, anyway, um, I think... Actually, say your name right now. So we have Chuck Staten, right? That, that's correct. All right, so Chuck Staten from Discount, um, or Senior Discount. My bad. From Senior and, Discount, that's right. And, and uh, so many other things. I when I first read, when I first read your email, I was just like, yeah. oh my gosh! I was like, this guy <laughs> yeah, does so much <laughs> yeah. stuff. And I was thinking, yeah. how how does he do this? And I yeah. remember thinking. That's got to be one of the things I ask him because I am te- oh, yeah. I am terrible with time management and you obviously yeah. I don't know you must be good at it to some degree because not only do you have senior discount but you are you're with publications you're with a podcast mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. do film work um mm-hmm. and there's probably who knows there's probably even more than that right if there's family life or anything like that yeah. too <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, uh,
2: yeah. So you know, I'm in Senior Discount. I'm the uh, the lead singer of the band Senior Discount, we're a punk band. Um, I do fi- I do independent film work, and specifically, I consistently do film work with the guys from uh, Comic Book Men and Impractical Jokers. A couple of those guys have a podcast together, and I've been doing film work with them for a couple of years now. Um, yeah, and I write for uh, Providence Monthly in Providence, Rhode Island, and I write for Motif Magazine in Providence. That's where the band is located that's where I mean I live outside of Providence Um, what else (laughs) and I uh, yeah I do a weekly podcast called the Chuck and Brad podcast we also do like live podcasts and live comedy shows and stuff like that and um, I'm a member of uh, an organization called R.I. Food Fights which is you know a lot of the writing I do for the two publications has to do with the food scene in Providence because it's pretty amazing and uh, I work with R.I. Food Fights so I'm kind of like a spokesperson for them I do a lot of media stuff and announcements and I judge different food competitions, and uh, you know, just kind of promote different restaurants. Um, and yeah, that's that's my that's my creative work stuff. I also, you know, the other stuff is basically that I have like a day job. Right now, I work two days a week at it. Um, it's, a, it's I do boring uh, desk work for a landscaping company and I'm actually moving down to one day a week next week because it's getting to be too much. I was going to yeah, say, holy crap. Have... <laughs> holy <laughs> yeah. crap, dude. I didn't think you know, had it's... that
0: going on too.
2: Jeez. <laughs> oh. uh, well, yeah, it, it's funny because, it, you know, it, it's different things pick up at different times where, you know, maybe the band won't, you know, won't be super active for a while or maybe the film work won't be super active. Although, you know honestly it's funny because everything seems to roll together and uh, in the past couple of years everything has really ramped up in terms of taking a lot of time so it's been difficult um, but you know you, you you just have to balance stuff and you have to make a lot of uh, you have to make a lot of scheduling choices like t- you know, for example today I woke up um, and I went to work until like 4.30 and then I came home to podcast with you and that's like press for the band. Then I'm going to podcast for my podcast right after this. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to band practice right after that. And then I'll hang out with my girlfriend for probably two and a half hours. And then I'll probably work on film stuff until like four in the morning. Holy yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not every day. That's that's probably like most weekdays are, are as stacked as that. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's it depends on what you on what the responsibilities are at different times. Yeah. Um, and some stuff picks up sometimes and sometimes sometimes it's uh it's easier but it re- you know for the past couple of years it's been a lot and on top of that stuff like we don't have uh we don't have a press person or a booking agent i do 100% of that work for the band and i do all of our graphic design work as well for, as and and for the podcast as well too so like our new album artwork and all the, the flyers associated with it for our album release stuff and Promotional images and stuff like that. Like, I do all that stuff too. So, yeah, okay. it's really, it's, it is a lot. I know. It's, it's too much.
0: It's just too much <laughs> stuff. I know. Um, I like it's the, the album art is great. <laughs> I remember I was impressed with, thank you. I was impressed with the website too. Um, thank you. You know, I like the, the red and blue and I'm a, I'm blue's like my favorite color. So, I guess I'm a sucker for that. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah that was really
2: specific that album artwork I really you know when I when we found out that we were getting signed to paper and plastic and we're gonna be doing a new album with paper and plastic records I was like man we have to have artwork that really stands out that really stands out and that um really has a unique feel and a unique aesthetic to it and what I kind of settled on was like you know I want this album to feel like a fast fun energetic summer album you know and uh we're from Rhode Island and we're around New England and a lot of the you know, the summer stuff that I think about has to do with like the sea and like nautical stuff and that cracked white paint that's on boats and stuff. Yeah. So I really tried to incorporate that and incorporate like a dark beach scene with that kind of aesthetic to it. I, honestly, the easiest way to explain it that I've been explaining it is uh I wanted the album art to feel like it could be a promotional image for coca-cola in jaws that's how i wanted okay. to feel i wanted I to feel like that. you could see it on a beach yeah on the side of a on the side of a, a clam shack at the beach in jaws i wanted it to feel at home there and so i really worked on that that was that was a real labor of love that was a real thing where i'm like man i really got to get this right and i spent weeks on that and i'm really happy with the way it came out
0: no you i could see your combination of jaws and coca-cola there for sure
2: yeah, right, right. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I was thinking of. and Because cause that makes a cool like beach feeling, and then the music kind of brings the the edge to it. Plus, I mean, there's skeletons all over the album, and, and a bloody knife, and dead skeletons. So, so that brings an edge to it, too. But that's really what I wanted to go for, and what I thought people might, might even be like, oh, maybe I'll give this band a shot, and then see the album artwork, and be like, oh, damn, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and also kind of create an aesthetic so that if we want to do stuff surrounding it like our album release show flyer or you know t-shirts or whatever that will be able to do that which is you know the, the website is a perfect example of that where it's kind of an extension of that same artwork um and uh you know it it really I think it can really create a world of whatever you want and uh, I'm really happy with it so yeah. I pre- so I appreciate you noticing it
0: yeah no it it comes across exactly the way you were just describing it I think anyway and it's perfect awesome, thank you. it's perfect because since I mean, you're not far from Jaws territory from mm-hmm. where the you yeah, know, exactly <laughs> um, yeah. Maine or wherever, exactly. wherever it was, right? Speaking of, I yeah. saw a video today where yeah. it was someone filmed Jaws except reversed. So, like, that one scene, oh, I saw that too, yeah, that oh, one that scene at awesome. the end where, um, yes, where uh, what's his face is getting eaten by the shark. Um, yeah it, it's quint. a quint. So yes so quint instead of um quint being eaten by the shark the human is mm-hmm. like beating up and eating the shark and dragging them into the ocean so yeah yeah i saw that that was awesome i loved it i don't know i didn't like further research if there was a point to it as far as <laughs> yeah, like no, I. <laughs> I i because after i watched it i'm like i wonder if this person created it to make some kind of awareness about how humans are more deadly to sharks than sharks are to humans kind of thing. No, it
2: was probably it was probably a mindless thing. That's my guess. Yeah,
0: but you never know because I know <laughs> that's a thing. You know, humans right. kill more sharks than sharks kill humans. So, I believe that, yeah. I think I just went a little too deep in... And thinking with no, that, no, it's fine. But, but um, but anyway, either, either <laughs> I like, way, I like how much of a social message you
2: took from that gif.
0: That's just what I did. I <laughs> I saw it and I'm like, oh my god! I was like, that's hilarious. And then I also thought, oh well, I guess I just that came across my mind because Shark Week was was I guess it's almost a month ago, but it was still yeah. recent to where it was still in my yes. head. And yeah. my my girlfriend is a big shark lover. So oh. she No she, wonder you, No wonder you went in that direction then. Yeah. <laughs> she she loves shark week. So I think that's yeah. probably why probably why it went that way. That makes sense. Yeah. Either way, like it, it was enter- it was entertaining to say the least. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, it, it was great. But anyway, enough of uh Of uh, shark talk obviously there's many more things to talk about but (laughs) i guess we'll keep on the whole senior discount um thing for now so how did you guys come about getting signed to paper and plastic um well basically you know to be completely honest
2: my philosophy with doing creative work is uh that you kind of gotta just you know put on your happy face, deal with some rejection, and just keep asking for stuff and keep trying to do stuff and keep, you know, whatever you can control, do the best thing you can do and uh, create a resume of the things you can do yourself and then kind of reach out to people who can help you along the way. And that's always been what we did. We always just had a reputation for reaching out for things that didn't really, that people would think are are unlikely to work out. You know what I mean? Like, it, it would be the type of thing where You know, you just wouldn't expect that we could write. You could talk to uh, Paper and Plastic Records specifically, Vinny from Less Than Jake, who owns the label, right? And kind of be like, "Hey," and like convince him to sign us and put out an album. But you can do that. (laughs) You can totally do that, even if even if you have no connection to him at all. Um, And uh, yeah, you know, I think it has to do with the fact that we worked for so long. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you a secret. This is a secret that's going to just be shared with you and uh, the podcast audience. Okay. Um, Basically what people should do if they're creatives is learn how to take everything they've done and really condense it into a succinct explanation to convey to someone new. And I say that because, you know, the band worked for a long time. We played a lot of great shows with a lot of great bands. We worked really hard to do that. We worked really hard to promote our shows to continue to be asked to play with these bands and, you know, give, give giving these shows. And I Every single day, like I'd say for press, I probably wrote 475 different publications, blogs, you know, podcasts, whatever, with this explanation of here's our resume and getting that down to being something that's impressive and, uh, you know, honest and also uh, succinct. I think is really going to get you places I mean obviously the work comes first And then that explanation comes afterwards But basically that's what I do all the time I, I never stop sending out emails to places For, for things that people would say I'm not going to waste my time doing that I waste my time doing that Because you never know what's going to work out Earlier this summer I wrote to HP Hewlett Packard And I said I do all this stuff I'm in this band I do the podcast I do this film work I'm like how about sending me an awesome laptop What do you think? Now who is going to do that? No one's going to do that They sent me a $2,000 laptop. What the hell? Wow. No strings attached. No agreements, no anything. They called me up. They talked to me about it. They said, what do you value in a laptop? I told them. And they sent me a $2,000 laptop. That's, like, amazing. That's crazy. Best laptop I've ever ever, ever owned. And I just want to say... That everyone out there should go buy an HP laptop and support <laughs> that great company.
0: <laughs> There's your little plug, like, little
2: endorsement there. I like it. <laughs> that's in my contract. Yeah. No, no. But uh,
0: <laughs> that's why you came on the... the show today, just to promote <laughs> <Yeah>. HP. <laughs> <laughs> HP. Um, Today's show is brought is... to you by HP. <laughs> do we have,
2: we have. Do you guys have sponsors on your show or no?
0: Um, I do. I, I, I mean, that's I haven't, good. I haven't done. The I haven't plugged any affiliates in a while just because I right. honestly wasn't really getting hits from them. Um and I've just been trying to think of some other things on, on trying to get revenue for the show. Um mm-hmm. That's you good. know. But I so far honestly hasn't I haven't had much luck in that department. So Well, you know, you gotta basically the way I look at it is you just gotta if things are gonna st- are working out five
2: percent of the time, then you gotta just realize that number and 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 reach out to a hundred places to get the five places that are gonna be interested. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's <coughs> excuse me, I gotta cough. No, you're you're good. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, but that's kind of been um, you know the way that I work for a long time, the way that we work, and that's how it happened with paper and plastic, where we just worked for a long time. You know, we played. With a million bands in across Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, you know we've played all over the East Coast: New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, you know Vermont, New Hampshire. Um, you know we put out our own albums independently. I reached out to a lot of press places. We have a lot of good press previously to this album, and uh, I reached out to Paper and Plastic with my pitch of, "Here's what we want to do. Here's who we are. We'd love to put out an album with you guys." totally understand if you're not interested and i started a dialogue with vinnie about it and uh yeah he was he was down and he's uh he's been really helpful and, and really really nice to us and i really appreciate all the support and uh and the fact that he kind of invited us onto this label because like paper and plastic has put out records by like fun anti-flag like frank turner the ataris it's crazy so right it's 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 you know it's a big deal for us to, to get on this label and um yeah you gotta you gotta accomplish a bunch of shit on your own and then find a good way to tell other people about it that makes you uh that really gets through to them and shows how passionate you are and kind of express that it's a it's a big part of this whole like creative world that I realized is like pushing for stuff that other people
0: don't th- that other people don't think would work out is kind of a big part of i think who moves forward that's a good point point. and there was something you said. In the uh, My Carrera podcast that I was listening to about, I think it was about Seth Rogen and he was talking about his, yes. how hard he, he said he knew that his, maybe his skills weren't as good as others, but his work ethic would get him there. Something along those lines. Yeah, he's right. basically said that, like, you know, there's certain things you can't control that you're just born
2: with and in, in terms of who you are and stuff like that. Um, and so he's going to have all this competition and there's going to be a lot of aspe- aspects about himself and about them that he can't control. But what he can control is that he works harder than everybody else that's doing trying to do the same thing that he is. And I really believe in that exact type of, like, work ethic. Um, and I think that it's something where you know, it, it, it unfortunately, I think unfortunately for some people it is gonna it's like it's like you can be talented and you can also work to get better and you can practice and you can do different things in any in any field music film, you know any type of creative field but you really have to advocate for yourself and believe in yourself and work to say i'm on I want to get to the next level. I still consider myself like an independent entity it's it's really strange uh I haven't really talked about this in public yet, but in May of two thousand seventeen so about 15 15 months ago um i started filming myself uh i have this 4k like gopro camera and i was like i'm just gonna film everything that happens in my life from now until you know when, until whenever because i think that i'm really taking some steps forward with creative stuff and so i narrated like every different thing that has happened over the course of the past year and a half into this camera and uh it's great because we do a lot of filming with our like our, our band's live shows, my comedy live shows with our podcast the, you know the film work I do it's obviously filmed um, but uh, it's kind of this thing where I'm like, man I really feel like things are changing and uh, I kind of want to film that change. but I still I still very much consider myself, a dude who wants to do stuff and is trying to get to the point where he does it. I know, I like actively. I know that I'm doing the stuff, but I'm still trying to get to the next level. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I guess, honestly, I, I, I hate to say this in public, but I guess really, I want to feel like I'm supporting myself financially from creative work. You know what I mean? Yes, I yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I guess that's the that's the the goal. That I'm trying to get to, that I'm not quite there yet. I've been taking a lot of steps towards the goal, um, but not quite year that y- there yet. But I do kind of feel like what gets you there, which is kind of every creative person's goal, is to is to become that. What gets you there is that ability to advocate yourself, advocate for yourself when other people wouldn't, or would or maybe even advocate for yourself further when other people would stop or give up or take the rejection as a as a you know cemented no and, and just stop doing what they want to do I'm the person who says uh oh the, you know this this show we reached out for two weeks ago we never got an answer for it let me keep a spreadsheet of everyone I ever talked to about these shows and keep the dates that I wrote them and follow up you know let's say once every 10 days to say hey like you know just wanted to check back in on this I know emails can fall through the cracks hope everything's cool and uh honestly the the amount of times that that follow-up email has helped us get whatever it is whether it's a big show for the band or a filming job for me or a guest on our podcast or whatever it is um it's probably more than the initial thing so you just got to keep pushing even though it seems like things
0: are kind (laughs) of not looking great yeah and and it seems like that's what you are really good at and something that I something I admire about you and and I just am now learning out or learning about you, you know. Um <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And it's it's something I know when I was listening to the episode with Mike Carrera and just talking to you mm-hmm. now um you know, like today for instance, I kind of had uh you know, I've been kind of down today. I've been kind of depressed, I won't lie. And um yeah. you know, listening um to to that podcast with Mike carrera, and talking to you now, it, it definitely with your positive outlook on things and just talking about keep going, keep pushing. It, it helps me feel better. So, and that's awesome. And just, that's, that's, a, that's amazing to hear. That's awesome. Yeah, no, you're welcome. I, I just, um, we, we all have our struggles, you know, because obviously I'm doing yeah. a couple of, of different creative things, this podcast, and, you know, I, I work in radio full time. and, and oh, That's um, great. So I also do, you know, the Green Day Tribute Band as well, even though that's yep. not, there's not a, a ton of time invested in that, but it's, there's still some time there, so. Um, yeah. But it's mainly radio and podcasting, and there's a lot of times where I just want to give up. You know, or I just kind of yeah. scale back and, and you think, "No, that's not going to work. don't do it." And I just keep trying to tell myself that you need to keep pushing and you need to believe in yourself and those things yep. that you think that are not in your reach are actually in your reach. you just like you yep. said, you have to push through and you just have to simply ask. you have to simply yep. inquire so yeah hundred percent. And I think that I think that if you uh, you know if you
2: realize that basically it's like if something is unlikely you know if you say if you say there's a ten percent chance this could work out, then you reach out for ten things that have a ten percent chance of working out, and then maybe one of them will work out. That's that's go. literally how I think about it. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And I do think I, it's funny. Like earlier this year, I, <laughs> this is this is how I, I explained it to my friends. I realized that there's like an unlimited amount of ways of reaching new people and and moving forward in small ways and doing different things, whether it's, you know, we do, uh, the band plays shows, obviously, myself and my podcast partner, we do podcasts and we hope to get like good interviews with cool people. We do live comedy shows. We moderate uh, panels at comic conventions, like pop culture conventions and stuff like that. We wow, moderated awesome. the Charmed Reunion <laughs> what? recently in
0: Connecticut. Really? <laughs> with, my my yes, girlfriend. With Holly Marie Combs wow. and Brian Krause. My my girlfriend is a huge Charmed fan. <laughs> and uh... Well, if
2: you look online, look up Comic-Con, and it's Comic-Con with two ends because it's like for Connecticut. Oh, you know? gotcha. Uh, look up Charmed Reunion, Comic-Con, and it's me and Brad. And Holly Marie Combs and uh, Brian Krause on stage. It has like 78,000 views right now on YouTube. Wow. And it's us moderating the Charmed Reunion. Yeah. And so, you know, we have all these different things we want to do. And uh, I really, I, I basically realized that there's so much stuff that I'm interested in and that I've been working towards and that I feel capable of tackling that this year... I basically like learned that I'm Neo in the Matrix, and I can control everything. <laughs> and all it is all it is is basically the amount of effort you're willing to put in for all these different things and to push for them and to continue to push for them and to be po- be polite, but to be on top of stuff and to to do everything you can to make sure something happens. I think it's almost like, Undeniable that some of this unlikely positive stuff will work out if you're trying everything you possibly can, and that's and that's really really helped me the past couple years in terms of moving forward. Even working on the, you know, working on the stuff with the guys from *Comic Book Men* and *Practical Jokers*. Like, so they do a podcast called *Tell 'em Steve Dave*, and I, I've loved this podcast forever. They did the podcast before either of those shows existed. Okay. So I feel I felt emotionally connected to these guys. Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn. Um, Walt and Brian are from Comic Book Men. Brian Quinn is from Practical Jokers. I felt emotionally invested in these guys when they did not have TV shows. They weren't really famous in any way. Um, I just thought they were so funny. I loved their relationship. I loved their tone. And I wanted things to... I just liked them. You know, I cared about them. And uh, then things got better and better for them. And they were. You know, they got the TV shows and uh I had literally no connection to them like literally nothing and I just reached out and I said you guys are doing a live show at the Gramercy Theater in New York let me come set up uh you know a couple cameras and film it and we'll put out something for it you know you never know where it's going to end up and they had no reason to trust me which I totally understand and uh they kind of blew me off a little bit which is fine they must get you know a bunch of emails from the podcast and everything I'm sure yeah and uh And I just stayed on top of everybody I could think of. I probably wrote to, I'd say probably like seven different people. And then I was following up with those people when they didn't answer me after a little bit. And I got through to somebody and they said, you know what? Yeah, why don't you do it? We'll hire you for this pretty small amount of money. And I said, sure, let's do it. We went to New York and it started this whole relationship where I've been working with them for years because, you know, we found this... uh, common ground creatively and we work really well together we have really similar sensibilities and um, it just it, it launched my entire relationship with them and then now that's one of the most important film jobs that I do and one of the and one of the most, like, legitimate film jobs that I do, I was just at, you know, Kevin Smith's uh, film festival, Vulgarthon, last week, filming a Q&A with Walt Bryan and Kevin Smith and talking to him afterwards about how I want to work with you as more and stuff like that. And that all came from me saying, hey, I don't belong here. Let me in. And then being like, <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so when... And, and, and it really is, it's built on that stuff that I already did because I had mm-hmm. done a multi-camera live podcast shoot for my own independent podcast by myself, so obviously that kind of stuff you need to you need to do the work first and prove that you can do it. But then when you do the good work and you know that you're capable of it, you gotta break down those doors and show the people that are at the next step
0: up or the next few steps up from you that you can hang. Right, They'd be like, hey, look, I can do this. I can do what you need. Yeah. Or yes, to make exactly you don't, your you don't even know you better. need it, but you need it, and you're I right. can do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's what you did with them and yeah so that that, that was that turned into like a full-length
2: feature uh comedy film and it's it was released on blu-ray and it's on imdb and it's it became a big thing we had no idea what it was going to be when i shot it that's awesome i I remember they sold out of the blu-ray right they sold, out at that, they sold out that Blu-ray, and then they sold out... The one I was talking about on Mike Carrera's podcast that sold out in 11 hours was the follow-up that we did, which was a game show that we shot in uh, Jan Silent Bob's Secret Stash.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. I do remember you talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah. As But both, well.
2: both of them did sell out, yeah. I, th- I think that we have ordered more of the Gram- the live at the Gramercy Blu-ray, and you can find it at tellemstevedave.com. There's a couple copies left. Oh, okay. And by a couple, I
0: do mean, like, not many. Yeah, so. yeah, literally. Yeah. So yeah. after you did that with that that first f- job with with them or yeah. when you met up with them that day or or just in that time period did they say yeah. like why they decided to give you a shot or did they say you were just bothering us so much like our manager was <laughs> was telling us about you, you and then you know cuz you said you obviously emailed many people in that outfit Yeah So Yeah it's, it's, it's actually really funny. so what happened was we went, I went that day
2: and uh, I barely talked to them the whole time uh, and I didn't you know, I didn't know them I didn't it's you know Walt, Brian and Quinn. I didn't really know them. So at the end of the show, well I guess in the middle of the show I saw Walt and I said, hey Walt, I'm the guy that came to film. Um, what are we filming this for? That's what I said And he said, I don't know this is Quinn's idea. I said, okay. So after the show it we went downstairs. I met Quinn for probably two minutes, and he was like, "Thank you guys so much." Uh, you know, we hung out for like a second. We didn't really talk about it. Then I didn't talk to them for like a while um, because someone they they have a mixing guy in Ireland named Declan, and uh, he was mixing the audio. And when he finally had the audio done, then I started a relationship with Walt. And to be completely honest, I have never talked to Quinn about what exactly happened behind the scenes that made the decision for them to hire me. And I'm hoping that what happens is uh, maybe I go on Tell Him Steve Dave with Quinn and and I talk to him about it on the air because I've never actually talked to him about it and it's been years, which is crazy. Um, But I did go on Tell Him Steve Dave this summer and Quinn wasn't there. He was filming the Impractical Jokers movie. Okay. But it's crazy. See, it's interesting because I have a relationship with Walt and Brian where I can kind of like text them whenever I want or call them and I talk to them a lot. But Quinn is, like, on another level of fame. Like, you know, the, what, the Museum of Modern Art just opened the Impractical Jokers exhibit. Wow. They're on tour 100% of the time. Yeah, it's, it's, they just filmed the Impractical Jokers movie this summer. They're filming the show. He's doing the Tell him Steve Dave Patreon. And he's doing live shows every weekend. They, they just tour consistently as well as film the show. So Quinn is somebody that, like, I'd love to have more of a relationship with Quinn and talk to him more and work with him more. But I know that he's, like, he's, like, you know, he, he, he's on another stratosphere of busyness and fame. It's just crazy. You know, he has millions of followers on Twitter, and I, I know that he's just busy all the time. Even when at, at Vulgarthon, it was crazy. Like, Kevin Smith was doing this, you know, this film festival at the theater, at the movie theater right near Jane and Bob's Secret Stash, and we were going back and forth. We were filming there and filming at the store. And then Quinn kind of snuck in. Uh, to the View Askew offices which are behind the store and we went up there and I filmed them do an episode of tell him Steve Dave but he basically snuck in there and snuck out and didn't even
0: go to Vulgarthon. So I'm, he was just sh- I'm sure busy. there was a good re- yeah busy and it, publicity. Yeah exactly. And, and he,
2: and, yeah exactly and his voice was just shot like he walked in and I was like are you okay? And He's like yeah he's just my voice is just a little blown out. I'm like alright man um, so honestly like Quinn is the one I think that would be the person to talk to about why I was originally hired, and I've never had that conversation. And it's been hmm. like two years since we yeah. started working together, so
0: yeah. I got to do that someday. Yeah, it's, I'm just it's, it's, uh, I was just curious. It, it's always yeah, it's always um interesting to hear those stories on why they decided to give you that shot, or if it was just like, eh, you know, we'll give it to him. If it doesn't work out, then whatever, you know. You I know, mean, it's it's one of those things where I think that
2: people don't realize uh. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing where it's like, you know, one time uh, the Impractical Jokers cruise was happening last year and I talked to Walt who was not going on the cruise and I said, hey, like I know that Quinn and Brian are going to be doing live podcasts on the cruise. You should you can ask them if they want me to come. I'll go on the cruise and I'll film their live podcast and we can use them for whatever you want. And Walt said, uh, you don't need to go. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they have their camera crew with them. It's the Impractical Jokers' crews. They're gonna film on it. They'll, they'll have enough camera people. And I was like, okay. They did a show where a long time ago, Brian had got a big S tattooed on his like back or his arm, and Sal from Impractical Jokers had said, "Oh, when you break up with this girl, because was, it was it was the first initial of the girlfriend that he had at the time, he said, when you break up with this girl, you have to turn that into Sal." and live at one of their shows he took off his shirt and he had gotten it changed into sal oh wow and i was like oh that's so funny and i found out they did not have anyone filming that Oh, how could you not have anybody (laughs) filming that (laughs) oh and i was like what the fuck i was like i was like (sighs) i directly offered to film this it would be such an amazing moment i can't believe that you know it, it wasn't they could honestly. That's so good that it could have been in the Impractical Jokers movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it was so good, and uh, hm. yeah, you just kind of assume that people that high up are are taking care of everything. But right. the truth is that there's just so much responsibility for them that they don't always they're not always able to cover that little small stuff. So when I'm like, hey, you guys are doing a live show at the Gramercy Theater in front of all these people, um, you should have a camera crew there a lot of people would be like yeah well of course they're going to film it right it's like no if I hadn't if I hadn't written them and said I want to film it they wouldn't have set it up so it might have been a thing where you know uh, if Quinn wasn't so busy at the time he might have just like set up his own camera crew or whatever Mm -hmm. but if someone comes in and says hey you should be filming this I'll come film it don't worry about anything I'll take care of it they might be like oh yeah that's a good idea go ahead do it you know what I mean? It might be that kind of thing. Yeah. Even now, I, I think that there's a lot of live shows and probably very famous entities of people who if you reached out to them and you were like, hey, I think you need a new logo. I'm a designer. Let me design you this logo. Uh, they might be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Let's do it. Or maybe even a podcast that you like that's huge. If you're a musician and you wrote to them and you're like, hey, you guys have had the same theme for four years. Do you want to have a new theme? I'll write you a new theme with my band and we'll record it. They might be like, oh, that's yeah, amazing. It's just these people are so busy that they don't have time to handle everything. So if you can step in as a capable person and add to what they're doing or enhance what they're doing, they might be thankful that someone wants to take some responsibility for you know helping them in some way.
0: Yeah, because like you said, obviously Quinn is so busy that it worked out perfectly in uh in your favor for the for that particular show. Exactly. So Exactly, yeah. So someday I am gonna have to ask him though. I am gonna have to ask him
2: kind of why he hired me and Mm -hmm. um exactly what happened behind the scenes at that time um and i and i they don't even know the story of exactly what happened when i had to film them because i really had to kind of scramble to put together a crew and get the equipment and it was pretty crazy
0: yeah you went to best buy and
2: (laughs) got a bunch of stuff (laughs) right and then returned it Uh, yeah i was like all right twenty five hundred dollars on my best buy credit card and then i'll I'll return it and i returned it on the
0: 45th day which was the last day i could possibly return it oh (laughs) man Twenty five hundred dollars of filming equipment. Maybe um, you know. Maybe you could hit up Best Buy now for some kind of endorsement. Maybe I it's would, time. but I've had s- I've had so many
2: fights. I had such a big public fight with Best Buy on Twitter earlier this year uh, because they wouldn't honor my my car stereo warranty. Uh, um, I would love it. You know, I really want to reach out to Dunkin' Donuts and get a sponsorship from Dunkin' Donuts. There you go. It's it's local to us. It feels built into what we you know to where we are. And I legitimately get a large cold brew from Dunkin' Donuts every day, and that's, that's kind of like what I sip on all. That's day. my jam. There's
0: one sitting right next to me right now. Yeah, I love cold brew. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing from me there. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Me too. That's good. I've I've wanted to do that for my radio show because. I would yeah. usually go there for that but they're not a they're not an avid advertiser at our station currently and that's not uh. it's not really my department you know cuz I'm yeah, not I'm right, not a right, sales right. rep but anyway I yeah. yeah, that's a whole yeah. whole different thing but um so it's it's really cool to hear about your independent film work um and obviously mm-hmm. how you got uh, senior discount got signed on to paper and plastic too um Yeah but you uh actually have a big show to announce for a senior discount as well or you guys announced that what a week or was that just this last yeah. week right
2: yeah it was last i think we got added last thursday uh we're playing the mighty mighty boston's crankin and skankin festival in worcester uh which is august 25th 2 p.m it starts at 2 p.m and it's all day and it's like it's senior discount the the Hempsteadies, sweet babylon and then the big boys are uh the Mighty Mighty boss Tones, Bouncing Souls, Fishbone, Toots and the May towels The Pie Tasters, The Planet Smashers, Big D and the Kids Table—it's just a crazy show.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be one hell of a <laughs> one hell of a fest. It, that's for sure. Yeah, it's
2: absolutely insane. Uh, that's and this is one of the, so this is so funny. See, see, this is an example of me just being a complete stubborn dick all summer. Where it's like this thing got announced in, God knows when, May. Um I have the phone number of the Boston's manager in my phone. Nice shit. <laughs> so, I, so I called him up and I'm like, "Hey man, it's Chuck from Senior Discount. Let us do this show. What the hell's going on? You know, I'm trying to get on the show." He, he's a he's a super nice guy. He's always been very nice to me. He's he's actually we've never gotten we've never played with the Boston's before, but he's very nice. He's a, the Boston's manager has been super nice to me. And uh he, uh, you know, I, I kept reaching out to him and texting him. I, I probably I probably reached out to him like four times over the course of the summer, reached out to the Palladium, reached out to everybody I could think of, and all I got was silence and no's. No, no, silence, silence. And then finally, I was in Jersey shooting, actually, yeah, I at Velgarthon, and I saw that, uh, my buddies got on, Sweet Babylon. And, uh, I was like, how the hell did they get on? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I reached out to him, and, uh, Honestly, I didn't. I don't. I don't even know exactly what happened because earlier in the summer, someone I knew that was a booking agent. I asked him about it, and he gave me the email of someone, and that's the person who eventually put us on. But I think that he didn't get my emails because he wrote, He reached out to me in like a separate email. Uh, I know. I know. I know. This is not good. This is not good audio for the podcast listener. Me searching for how this happened. <laughs> no. But anyway, my I, point was. <laughs> my point was. I probably reached out to. You know, let's say four different people, four, eh, five different people over the course of the summer, probably with a total of like 13 contacts of me trying to contact them or recontact them or follow up, and all I got was no's. But I kept kind of, you know, if someone tells me no, there's there's not enough space, we already have it filled up, and that's the booking agent, then I'm just like, okay, I understand, and I'll stop. But if someone's like, oh, we're not really sure this person's doing it or we're not really sure about this, there's probably not room Then I'm going to keep writing and being like, hey, just wanted to check back in on this. And uh, that's what I did. And yeah, we got on you know, I probably started looking in May or I guess. Yeah, it was probably May. And we got on what last week, it's <laughs> and it's and the it's the, yeah. I was going to
0: say it. It's this Saturday. Oh my god! Yeah. See that's yeah, your right, that's exactly. your uh, your work ethic showing. You know, pushing through. Yeah. We just kept pushing through. Um, I know they Dude, were just yeah. they were just here uh, like yes. two days ago, or no, maybe it was today's the twenty third. They were here yesterday, actually. Yes. in Chicago. That's right.
2: Um, I saw them put up an Instagram post about it.
0: Yeah, I uh, I have not seen them. Since two thousand and two, <laughs> it's been a long Jesus, long, really? Yeah, I saw them at my well, my very first warp to be, tour was the was the first time yeah. I saw them. So, to be f- to be fair to you though, the Boston's
2: they're they're playing a bunch of shows right now, but his but in the past fifteen years they
0: they haven't played a ton. Oh hell no, Mm-mm. barely. And it's mostly it's mostly New England stuff, right? Yep, and yeah, I know. I last year, I think it was last year, they played Riot Fest here in Chicago. Yeah, and then yep. they played, you know, House of Blues, and I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the new record coming out, which I still haven't listened yep. to. I need to give it a listen. What have you heard I it yet? Know. No, I haven't listened to it yet. I got to listen to it. I'm I'm embarrassed to admit that I haven't listened to it yet. Me too. (laughs) Since, you know, (laughs) I'm, I talk about how much I love ska and, you know, I have people from ska bands on the show and, and I haven't even listened to the Boston's new album yet. So, but, but I'm, I'm going to get around to it. (laughs) It's just stuff, you know, all this stuff going on. Um, I know, but that's, that's just amazing, man. I, I, I'm definitely looking up to you for how hard you're working and just constantly pushing through. So it inspires me to do the same with, with my projects. So yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it.
2: It's, it's one of those things where it's almost like, I wish I started doing it like this a long time ago. And I've always been like a pretty diligent guy, but I think that my, the way that I stay on things now has changed drastically over the course of the past year or so. And, uh, it has really, really been a positive Probably probably a couple of years ago, actually, but it's really been a positive. And I kind of wish I've been like this for a long time. Even with stuff for the podcast, man, like, I'm like, man, I'm like, now we're moderating panels at these Comic Cons. We went to Big Apple Comic Con and we went to Comic Con in, in Connecticut. And I think, you know, I'm, it's not 100% confirmed. I hope that we're moderating panels at Rhode Island Comic Con. And I'm like, man, why aren't we doing this years ago? This would be such a good little side gig that, that exposes us to more people and it's super fun. And I don't know it's just weird i i wish i wish i was like this i wish i had made
0: this decision to be like this like literally 10 years ago but yeah. what are you gonna do no i hear you the, the important thing though is that you're you actually did it and and that you're doing right. continuing to do it right so let's right. talk about Agreed. the let's talk about the podcast you've been yeah. doing this podcast for quite a while now i feel like you've been doing it before like podcasting was like Yeah, a a really big thing because now it's it's huge and it keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. Dude, in January we're gonna we're gonna have done the podcast for ten years. That's crazy. Ten years ago, it's crazy. Ten years ago, people were really illiterate to a podcast. It was a very I know. If you had a podcast, it was like it was like super nerdy. I mean, it's like nerdy now, but back then it was it was like. A whole different level of nerd I know. it was just i know dude i
2: i saw i saw a graph last night and it was about it was on reddit and it was like the financing of podcasts and in the past three years like podcast revenue has gone up by like a thousand percent it's crazy it's it's um
0: insane and i think a lot of it has to do with celebrities are now seeing how easy it is um to do a podcast well, what's that yeah it's it's
2: it's 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 just a better medium for everybody. Like I, I there's there's so basically before what you had for press right mm-hmm. is you have magazines and uh like you know television appearances and, and radio appearances and I, with, with like a good like big Rolling Stone spread you you know you can get some insight and you can get some real artistic thoughts out there and communicate. But for a lot of the stuff, it's very small. It's very like a TV appearance or a radio appearance, all that stuff is so small. You get almost nothing out of it. Like I think about the fact that, like, you know, I love all things big and small. I love the Interrupters, and I also love the Avengers movies. And this summer, uh, you know, Josh Brolin, uh, was Thanos in the new Avengers movie. Right now, if I see that Josh Br- that Josh uh, Josh Brolin's going to be on Jimmy Fallon, I'm like, oh, whatever. I know what he's going to do. They're going to joke around. He's going to tell a little story, and he's going to be on for six minutes, and that's it. But I saw that Josh Brolin was on Mark Marin's podcast the week that Avengers came out and I listened to him talk about his life for an hour and 15 minutes and it was enthralling and I got so much more of an affection for the dude. I got so much more about his life. You hear so much more about how he feels about things. And so I just think it's a more artful and thoughtful way to communicate with people who are doing creative things. So on top of being on and on top of that, Think of, I also think about the fact that like if you want to go watch a late night show or read a magazine, you're going to say, hey, this is the thing I'm doing. But if you want to go for a run or you're driving to work or you're doing whatever, you can listen to a podcast and that's going to take up a decent chunk of the time you're, you're, you're doing something and it's going to entertain you during that time. You know, right. So I think that in a lot of ways, it's a medium that fits people's busy lives better. And I think the quality of content is higher. So those are two real winning things about podcasting that I think, um, make it super viable for everybody.
0: Yeah, it really is a a way to go and it's becoming more and more so. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and also I feel like, um, with select like celebrities are starting to do their own podcast because they see it as another yeah. easy uh, stream of revenue for them because they already have the audience. All they have to do yeah. is plug in the mic. I mean, it's that simple. I know, <laughs> you know? I know, so, cause I'm yeah, seeing more D- and D- more celebrities D- doing it.
2: Yeah. Dax Shepard, who is like, you know, Dax Shepard is fine. He's not someone that I'm like, I love Dax Shepard. Right. Um, he just started his own podcast and that's where I heard Seth Rogen say that thing it, because, you know, that podcast existed and he got this opportunity to, t- to kind of talk openly about how he feels about different things. And I love that stuff. You can kind of the real way I think about like human beings, especially creative people, but really everybody is everyone has an interesting viewpoint with their own interesting stories and you know different things that they can talk about that could come off as intriguing to people or exciting to people and you know not everyone is built with a, a great communication method whether it's speaking or whatever they express themselves artistically whatever that is but I really do think that everyone has, Uh, something to say and and, an interesting life and an interesting point to them. Every single person. So if you can get someone to sit down with them that knows how to pull that out of people, you can basically have an interesting hour and a half conversation with anybody in the world. So to me, it's this unlimited resource of connecting to successful people um, and getting in their heads in a really positive and fun way.
0: Yeah, I enjoy it just for the fact that I get to meet all different kinds of people around the world. You know, it's, oh yeah, oh yeah, I love like it. When you host a podcast, you mean? Yeah, when you when you're the host. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, I should too. say from from my point. Um, it's it's great that I just get to connect with people like you, and you know, because you reached out to me, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa, right. this guy's interesting. Like, this is cool, and you know, I want to yeah. talk to this guy." And then right. hearing you on the My Carrera podcast made me even more excited to uh, talk right. to you, so. Um. Yeah, yeah, you, you never know, you never know, we,
2: uh, you know, we, I've been working with, like we talked about Tell Him Steve, Dave, and all those guys, and uh, we did, Brad and I, my podcast partner, did this like live show, right, <laughs> where we kind of did this prank, and we debuted it live on the person that we were pranking. Um, actually, I'll, you know, what I'll tell you exactly what the prank was. We always made fun of this guy We always said he had this we always made this like fictional Grandmother up that he had his name was his name was Eric Maxud, and the fictional grandmother's name was noni max we always said that she was like slutty and racist and all these terrible things about her and We just made this you know this funny thing up to make fun of our friend which a lot of people do and so at one of our live shows uh, we revealed to him that I had make f- I had made fake funeral invitations for Noni Maxoud's funeral, and I had sent them out to a hundred people across the United States of America, with <laughs> <laughs> with with funny prank messages. Like one of them was like, you know, basically the idea is uh like you know a case of mistaken identity. That's the, that's the idea. So when we write to someone if their name is John Smith, they kind of think you know the person that gets it is like oh this must have been supposed to have gone to a different John Smith. But uh, what I wrote on one of them was, uh, hey, people are saying that Noni's death was a suicide, and that's what you better fucking say, too. <laughs> and it would be messages <laughs> like that
0: oh with an God. email
2: address that, that they could respond to. And so live on stage, we read all the best ones that we sent out, and we read you know, through the emails that we got back from people and the arguments we had. And uh, it was a really great oh my prank. God. We actually got different people involved. Like we got the lead singer of Bowling Soup, in Bowling for Soup, Jarrett. We got him involved oh, uh, in a really funny way, where he doubled down in the prank, and uh, we we pretended uh, that we wrote to him as Eric, and that he got it, and he sent a video in about how pissed off he was at Eric Maxoud <laughs> for trying to get him to come <laughs> to this grandmother's funeral. But he was in on it. He was in on the whole thing. Anyway, oh, so we did good. this prank. It it was I was I'm so proud of it. It's one of the things I'm most <laughs> proud of in my entire life. And I was like, this is so great. And I sent it into the, the writing staff at Impractical Jokers, who I had no connection to. Obviously, like I had worked for Quinn, but I didn't do it through Quinn. I just wrote to them. And they invited Brad and I to submit to write for Impractical Jokers. Wow. Um, yeah. And we they didn't hire us uh, last year. We're hoping to submit again this year, but they didn't hire us. But through that, I became friends with, uh, I, I started getting to know Casey Jost, who is one of the main people. He's on the show and he's one of the writers. And we went to New York for something. Why did I go to New York? Oh, for Big Apple Con. And I wrote to Casey Jost and I'm like, hey man, do you want to come to our hotel and come be on our podcast? And I didn't know him. You know, I only emailed with him a couple times and he's like, yeah, let's do it. He came to our hotel. We sat down for like over two hours and we just got his entire life story and like what he believes in about comedy and music. And I like became friends with this guy directly from that conversation that was just this very open, poignant conversation about how we feel about art and how similar we were. And our relationship changed 100% that day, you know what I mean? Um, and it was just because of the podcast. It was just because we had a place to say, let's talk about the stuff that we care about in a, in a way that you don't get to do you know, socially, normally, you know what I mean? You don't usually get to say, hey man, let's sit down together for two hours and talk about art, you know? We were doing it to record a podcast
0: and to be entertaining, but through that we became... Closer and we get to kind of bond through the, through our similar beliefs. And, and the, you know, that's when you know that you're doing something right. I feel like. Right. With, yeah, exactly. with um, right. what you're doing with your podcast and all that. That's when you know yeah. you're, you're to something.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: That's great, man. I'm really, really yeah. glad to hear that. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So uh, let's see, we don't have too much time left. Um, yes, but, um, I mean, we should probably, gosh, I'm trying to think of what else we should talk about or what (laughs) we should end with. Um, I mean, I definitely want to talk about Senior Discount. Obviously, you know, you're you're promoting the new album, The Best Revenge. Um, That's right. And where is, I mean, that's available everywhere, I assume, online. Yep, uh, the, al-
2: the release date was uh, July 13th, and it's available everywhere you can get digital albums. So, you know, Apple Music, slash iTunes, Google Play, Amazon MP3, Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. It's available all those places. The only digital release we're doing is uh, through Paper and Plastic. You know, Paper and Plastic Records kind of focuses on music releases and um, physical releases for, like, vinyl toys, resin toys, art prints, vinyl uh, records. And uh, what they did for our album was, they had this thing called the Sound of the Skull, and they made a skull where all the colors are based on our artwork, and it comes with a USB key that goes into the back of the skull. And When you take it out, it's a USB stick with all of our with the MP3s for all the songs on it. Oh, that's so, cool. Huh. Yeah, it's awesome. So if you go to the, if you go to Paper and Plastic, uh, their like website, if you go to their store. Right at the top, you'll see a Senior Discount, Sound of the Skull, best The Best Revenge. And so that's the physical release for it. So if you want a physical thing, that's where you can grab it. Um, but yeah, it's available on every digital retailer. Uh, I was very surprised to see our single Afterlife hit 50,000 streams on SoundCloud uh, in less than a month of release. I'm very proud of that. I keep saying it everywhere, but I'm very happy with the fact that that happened. No, um, you should be very proud yeah. of that. I am. I am, yeah. man. I'm just like, oh, shit. I was very surprised. Vinny's the one that said that we should release Afterlife as the single. Okay. And uh, he was right, you know?
0: Hey, I would I would think Vinny would know what he's talking about after, you know, yeah. doing what he's exactly. been doing for so many years. That guy is... I know. He's great. I know. Um, I know. I've, got, yeah, I've right. got nothing but great things to say about him, too, because I, <clears throat> I had reached out to Less Than Jake earlier this year when they were coming through Chicago in February about doing an interview... Yeah. And uh, so I emailed him. He ended up responding, and then uh, I didn't hear back from him. He said, "Yeah, we can you know we can do it." And then I didn't hear back from him uh, for a little while. So I reached out to him again, and then he ended up giving me his his cell number, and then we were texting back and forth and and made sure it happened. And I ended up talking to Chris and and so I'm just you know grateful. That he spent that time with with a little guy like me, um, to right. to get right. them, uh, you know, get one of them on the podcast. That just you know that meant a lot to me. So um,
2: that's how I feel about. Uh, yeah, Chris Chris from Lesson Jake did the same thing for us a few years ago. I was like, hey man, you know we were my band my band Senior Discount was playing on the Scago solo tour and Chris was headlining. And, oh okay, uh, cool. I was like, hey man, I'm like we'll come out to New York on your New York show, which is a couple, which is the day before the Rhode Island show. Uh, we were doing Rhode Island and Massachusetts, and I was like, oh, we'll come and podcast with you, and he's like, yeah, and we sat down for an hour, we talked about the history of Less Than Jake, and a lot of stuff about kind of behind the scenes, just them moving up and stuff like that. Honestly, it was one of our first bigger interviews, and so I feel like we were still finding our footing with how we handle those,
0: <laughs> yeah. um, but it's but it's pretty good, It's I, I really was happy with it, and it was super nice of him to do it. I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah, I'm still trying to find my footing with those two, because I've only done a couple uh with yeah with bigger it's it's hard when you want to span someone's career but it's like man you're like if you're like i have an hour and 10 minutes or whatever it is it's like it's hard to jump through everything you know what i mean and and it's also hard when you um have idolized them too for so many years as well so yes it makes it even harder so um right at least from from my from my seat it is um, right but uh yeah and then obviously check out the the Chuck and Brad podcast. I I'm gonna That's right. I want to listen to some episodes of that. Do you guys do uh do you are you on a set schedule or you just kind of release when you can or Yeah, I think we've been on a I think we've been uh weekly
2: since December of twenty thirteen. Okay. So we've been weekly for a long time. Um yeah, we're we're good. We're we're good at staying on top of fifty two a year. Um we always try to do it. We try to reach it. I think right now we're like one less for the year, but we're gonna catch up by the end of the year. So every every Thursday usually is when we release it. This week is gonna be Friday. It kind of depends on, you know, if if tell them Steve Dave projects are coming out that week, I might move it around, or if sure. uh, if I'm doing if we have a show or something like that, we might move it around. But yeah, every week, Brad and I we do the Chuck and Brad podcast, and it's kind of about it's kind of about pop culture of the moment. You know, like we did cover like The Meg last week, but it's through the filter of people who are. You know, independent artists ourselves and are kind of going through that. So, like, you know, we'll talk about, you know, our experience at the Boston's festival and, and stuff like that as, as a big part of it as well, or tell the stories. But, like, you know, I just did an episode where I talked about the whole day of Vulgarthon and filming with all the guys and kind of how everything went because it was a pretty crazy day. So, it's really, really fun. I love doing it. It's like, you know, I, like I said, I love connecting to new people when we interview people, but even when it's me and Brad um or Brad and I <laughs> as people always remind me of um even when it's Brad and I and we're just kind of talking about stuff like I love it I love being able to really analyze stuff we get pretty we I don't want to say we get pretty deep on the podcast but we're willing to get deep on the podcast and we do here and there um but even just kind of analyzing our feelings about stuff it just it just it it's great to purposely be
0: thoughtful like we uh yeah, we, we, it's really fun I'm going to have to plug that in and, and uh, listen to it Because it sounds like something that I would enjoy
2: Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think you would Especially like I th- We had on uh, We had a, on the guys from Real Big Fish Two of the guys from Real Big Fish And uh, man, so we had Matt Appleton And Johnny <clears throat> Johnny Christmas from Real Big Fish uh, Last year That's And we awesome. did two episodes with them Because wow. I wanted to do like Oh, your whole life story And so it's basically like probably like three hours total Dang. of them going back and forth about their life story and Matt Appleton's stories about Goldfinger I was like I'm oh, really surprised man. he's I would saying love this to, stuff on I would, this podcast I would
0: love to hear that man because
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly a, I'm, one of the quotes from him is like Goldfinger is always on the verge of a breakdown and I was like oh my god <laughs> I was like, why would he say that? Oh. He's crazy. That guy. That guy is Matt Appleton. Is nuts. He just he worked with Feldman in his studio for like a while as yeah. a, as like a studio guy because that's what he does. And okay, man. Yeah, I'll send him to you. It was it was crazy. It was great. They, yeah. they were both very open and very nice.
0: That's good. Yeah, th- I've I interviewed Johnny uh, before on the show and he yes, was super nice and I've met him a couple yeah. times and um, yeah, he's crazy nice. Yeah, and I mean I haven't met anyone in the band that's not nice um yeah right 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 but um but yeah god i would love to hear that because i'm a i'm a big goldfinger fan too and and, and yeah i know there's oh, always yeah. like some kind of thing going on you know oh, man, man i was i was like <laughs> so, what the
2: fuck it's so funny they're they're doing it is where they're doing a show in new york on september 14th and i was like oh we should get on that show it's goldfinger and the pilfers and i know cooley ranks as well mm-hmm. and uh then i'm like oh we have a show with big d that day in connecticut but i was like man goldfinger is in is in la they're not going to come to the east coast just to do a new york show they're probably setting up a tour that they haven't announced yet yeah what's happening um so i'm basically like reaching out everywhere i can to find out if goldfinger is booking dates around this september 14th thing because like goldfinger is like they're definitely one of my favorite punk bands or you know punk ska bands and uh I have always felt like Goldfinger was kind of an underrated band. The truth is, it's probably the bands that they that, that are in the genre as well are like Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake. Those bands bands probably did a lot more touring, so people just know them more. But Goldfinger is so great. I love Goldfinger. It's yeah. one of my
0: favorites. I I completely agree with you. I think I think they're underrated as well. I I'm, I'm oh, I've always been a huge Goldfinger fan. And, and man, their Live in London album is like one of my favorite live albums ever. Yeah. Yep it's so I, good seeing it's them so great seeing them live at age 13 was pretty eye-opening
2: <laughs> yeah so yeah,
0: they're they're inc- they're incredible
2: i'd love to play with them and now that i have like, a little bit of a rapport with with uh with mike you know mm-hmm. i hope it
0: works out yeah yeah that gosh that would be awesome man well let me know if that happens I'll, i'm real ro- i'm I'll keeping my fingers crossed for you so thank you i appreciate it yeah um well i gotta wrap up but um thank you so much for being on the show and. Uh, do we want to plug some We probably want to plug some social media handles yeah. and, and a website before you go so people can check yeah, everything out yeah so senior
2: discounts new album the best revenge is out now on paper and plastic records um if you go to senior discount that's our website and right across the top it has all of our you know social media stuff and all of the links to the digital retailer so you can grab the album and even if you don't buy it if you just stream it on an unlimited service, that helps us out, too. So right. do that. You can follow me at DiscountChuck on Instagram and Twitter. Um, on Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash Senior Discount. If you want to follow us, that'd be awesome. And uh, for the podcast, you know, same same uh, social media for uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at DiscountChuck. And then uh, Facebook.com slash ChuckAndBradPodcast. And the website is chuckandbradpodcast.com it's really fun and we have some fun insights to these things so it's like you know the Boston's festival is gonna happen all these people around the country are like oh my god this is so cool what a cool festival I wish I was there well tune into our podcast the week afterwards and we're gonna give you a behind-the-scenes complete look at the entire rundown of the festival you know anything that we're part of from either you know me and the band at you know a big show like the Warped Tour in Hartford Connecticut or the Boston's festival to me and Brad at a comic con like big apple con or comedy shows and stuff like that. You know, we're always going to recap it on the podcast every week. So definitely tune in if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Awesome.
0: Yeah. That'll be, that'll be badass. Maybe you'll actually get to do some podcasting there too. You never know. That's what I'm thinking. I think we might, we might bring our equipment and just kind of have it set up. I would love that if people would just kind
2: of like, you know, leisurely podcast with us
0: yeah i don't see why they wouldn't at uh, right? at an event yeah. like that because it's kind of like one big party at that point so yeah
2: exactly exactly yeah.
0: awesome man well hey th- i'm glad you reached out to me so thank you for man i'm
2: glad you invited me on yeah, yeah of course anytime yeah. i'd love to come on anytime too if you ever like man I want to have a guest this week. I don't know. I want to talk to people about this thing. Just hit me up and I'll, I'll, I'm happy to come on.
0: Oh, that would be great. Yeah. You're always welcome. Always welcome to come back. So awesome. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and, um, anything else before you go? I think that, I mean, covers some of it anyway. (laughs) That's, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, you know, I'm going
2: to be releasing some cool film projects that are behind the, that are, that are being kept under wraps for now pretty soon. um, if you like the world of uh, Kevin Smith and View Askew and Comic Book Men, check out the Tell 'em Steve Dave Patreon. I'm responsible for all that video content, so a lot of my film stuff, my film efforts, are going to the Tell 'em Steve Dave Patreon right now. And they have a great Patreon with a great network of podcasts from all those guys that are super funny. So, yeah, Chuck and Brad Podcast, Senior Discount, and the Tell em Steve Dave Patreon are kind of
0: what I'll push. Awesome. All right, well, Chuck, thank you so much for your time today, man. Hey man, thank you for having me on. Big thank you once again goes out to Chuck Staten for uh, being on the show today of Senior Discount, the Chuck and Brad podcast. I did, by the way, listen to one of their latest latest episodes of that podcast, and I found it really enjoyable. So if you're into a wide variety of things, entertainment wise, from music to movies to comics, any of that stuff, they talk about all that. just two best friends having a conversation. I, I found it to be very enjoyable. And, of course, you can go to SeniorDiscount.com to get all the latest and greatest information about Senior Discount. And then, um, actually, my, my apologies. It's Senior Discount Music. Uh, com. And before we close out today's show, I do want to play that single that Chuck was talking about that Senior Discount is currently promoting for the best revenge record. It's called Afterlife. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Afterlife by Senior Discounts, Chuck who was our special guest today. That's his band, in case you forgot already. <laughs> um, that's from their best revenge record that they're currently promoting. came out just this last July. If you like what you hear, once again, SeniorDiscountMusic.com. You get all the links to the different streaming platforms, buy their merchandise, etc., cetera, et cetera. And check out the Chuck and Brad podcast as well. I really enjoyed listening to that. You can find that um, wherever you listen to podcasts. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I am Jacques Lamour, your host. Don't forget to reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Pop Punk and uh, Pizza Pod. Or I think it's just Pop Punk Pizza Pod. And then for Facebook and Instagram. It's Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. I'm on Twitter at on Air with JL, or you can just search Jacques L'Amour on Facebook, and I'll pop up as well. And I don't—I think I'm the only one, but I could be wrong. There could be more, because <laughs> um, both of those names are pretty common in the uh, French language. But anyway— Um, And then, of course, Bangerang Radio. Both Twitter and Facebook are at Bangerang Radio. And if you're in a band, you want your music played on the show, you want to try to get an interview, whatever it is, submit your inquiries into me to BangerangRadio at gmail.com. I mean, I do talk to bands and people on our social media websites as well, but usually I end up referring... You to uh, the email. I'm trying to keep it all in one central location, so I don't have to look everywhere for. Oh, I talked to this person yesterday. Where was it? Uh, was it Facebook? Was it Twitter? Was it Instagram? Whatever it was, um, I just try to keep it in one central location. So, Bangarang Radio at Gmail dot com. Send me links to your music and EPK. Just as much information about your band as possible, and hopefully we can set something up for you. And if a couple weeks go by and you don't hear from me, go ahead and reach out to me again, because sometimes I'll miss an email or I just get super busy. Sometimes it takes me a while to get back. So it doesn't hurt to uh, reach out again. So thank you for that. Hey, we'll be back next week. And don't forget before I go, we are back to a weekly schedule. No more Monday through Friday, five days a week podcast. I just unfortunately cannot commit to that. I want to be able to deliver a great show for you guys. And my it turns out my life is just too crazy for doing a podcast five days a week. So we'll be back sometime next week. And make sure you follow us on social media to find out who our guest is going to be. So take care.
1: Hey. Hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.